Hey friend, before we get into today's episode, I have a question for you. Actually, I have a couple. Do you long to let go of expectations, obligations, and distractions? Do you long to live with more peace, presence, and purpose? And do you wish you could do less and live more? Then I want to invite you to a new mini course called Do Less, Live More. It's going live in September, and then you'll be able to access it via replay. On it, I'll give you my five-step roadmap to get you on your way to doing less of what doesn't matter so you can live more of what does. But seats are limited, so make sure to go and get your ticket at lissafiggins.com forward slash more. In the course, you'll learn how to clarify your one thing to focus on that will make the biggest difference in your life. You'll learn to create space and break free from the distractions. And you'll learn to commit to creating a plan and taking action on the right things. Do you want to reach your destination and enjoy the journey? Then you don't want to miss out on this. Remember, we'll be live in September, and after that, replays will be available. So go get all the info and your ticket at lissafiggins.com forward slash more. Now let's get to today's episode. Hey friend, it's Lissa. I'm so glad you're tuning in to another episode of Repurposed After 40, where we help women like you to rethink your priorities to create a life you love in this stage of life. So what's a girl to do to have a right relationship with her field or business? to truly be the leader so that you go from overwhelmed to overjoyed? That's what we're going to rethink on this episode. But first, as one of my favorite listeners, I want to offer you a gift. It's my new reusable daily priorities planner. This planner will get you thinking about your priorities in seven key areas before your day gets away from you and following through on what matters most to you. Finally, sound amazing? And that's not all. I've got something else for you too. Go grab yours at lissafiggins.com forward slash daily plan, or just click the link in the show notes and be watching your inbox for a bonus gift I have for you. Now let's rethink your overwhelm. If you are ready to go from overwhelmed to overjoyed, let me just say you are in the right place. And let me tell you a little bit about Trina before we get started. She's a business success coach. She's a financial wellness advocate. She's a speaker. She's a radio host. She's an author. And what she does is she helps women like you to work smarter, to stop the overwhelm, and to generate the income that you're looking for. She's the founder and CEO of Women About Business and has also founded Lifestyle for Her, which is a spiritual wealth and personal development network that really just helps women to flourish. So Trina, I am so excited that you are here today. Tell us a little bit more about how you got to where you are today and why you have such a passion for helping women to not be overwhelmed. Okay, well, first of all, Lisa, thank you so much for for having me. And I am so excited to see um, you addressed being repurposed after 40. That's that's a huge thing. And thank you so much for blessing us all with your content and the information you share. So helpful. Um, I wow, I started business over 30 years ago. And um, 
I got started in business because my husband was military. And um, at the time we were moving from place to place and I decided, well, hey, I've always been entrepreneurial at heart. So I'm going to just start a cleaning service. And I started a cleaning service. Uh, and it, it is what I consider my first real business as a young adult, you know. Um, and pretty quickly, I got extremely overwhelmed. Um, success came really quickly for me. And things just kind of bombarded. I just didn't know which way to turn. I still had a lot of stuff going on. And behold, I decided to apply for a government contract was always very good at writing. So I was able to write my contract out. And guess what? I was selected. I was selected. I'm not surprised, yeah. Okay. However, when, when I went through the selection process, I didn't realize that an inspector would be coming to my place of business, which was my home, right? <laughs> <laughs> which was my home to check up on me and uh, to, to verify all of the equipment and make sure that it was up to code. So here I am, rollers in my hair, scarf wrapped on my head and snoring uh, like a little piggy and ding dong, right? And Hi. someone kept knocking, knocking, knocking and finally I answered the door and he goes, oh ma'am, I think you're at the I think I'm at the wrong address. I'm looking for elite cleaning services and maybe it's around the corner. I'm not sure. I said, no, I'm elite cleaning services. It's me, you know. And he goes, oh, this is your home address. So what is your commercial location, right? And I was explaining to him that, you know, I, I am a home-based business. And, you know, at that time, uh, and this is, I'm going to age myself, but back in the early 80s, home business was like a huge topic. So he goes, oh, okay, well, do you have a container or a storage facility or where you're keeping all of your equipment? Because I need to verify your equipment. I need to make sure that it's up to code, that you have the right electrical cords, blah, blah, blah. So that was my first lesson, because guess what? I said, well, I have some equipment. He says, well, based on this list that you wrote, you have all of this. Is this what you have? And I said, no, I, I figured that if I win the contract, I can get it. You are a forward thinker. I love it. As well, right? <laughs> he, he soon told me that he says, you may not realize this. And I'm going to say something that's going to sound pretty harsh, but you just committed fraud. Oh, <laughs> and I and 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 I was just shocked. And and you know, long story short, he he was very nice, and he told me that I needed to decline the contract, mm -hmm. which was at the time fifty thousand dollars, which was a lot to me. Right. But yeah. he told me I needed to decline the contract, and I needed to come back when I was better prepared. Uh, and, and, you know, he would, he said, I'm not going to say anything. You just decline the, you know, just decline it. And I was so appreciative of that, but that crushed me. Sure. And that was my first real lesson to understand the responsibility of a business owner. Yes. That was my first real lesson. And it, it did stress me out. It crushed me. I was depressed for a while, you know, because I thought, oh, wow, that just really took me down uh, to a low. But I vowed that I would learn everything that I could learn about being the right kind of business owner. And that's when I began to, you know, went back to the community college, started taking business courses, learning about marketing um, and really learning what it took 
to be a business owner. And that was my first experience of feeling overwhelmed because I had so many things going on. You know, I didn't have a bookkeeping system. I was pu- I was putting all of my business money in with my checking account. I was merging all of these different things. And so, um, you know, I just really had to learn the right way to be a business owner and get out of that, that realm of being overwhelmed. Well, I love the fact that that's a part of your story because oh, okay. I think it's too relatable, yeah. right? The things that you learned, you know, I mean, while there's this piece of me that went, you had a great mindset. You acted as if you already had the contract. Yeah. Yeah. Had all the yeah. Equipment, right. So mindset people would be, would be giving you a huge shout out. Of course, we have the legality of it. But anyway, that's of course, of course. But you took a lesson and you did what we talk about on the show. You repurposed it. Yeah. You could have, yeah. like you said, just let it keep you down. Absolutely. This is for me. Absolutely. I didn't get this contract. So it was me, yada, yada. But no, you went, okay, what can I learn from this? Yes. And then now this has led to you helping other people. So kind of catch us up to speed then. Of So, so from that, you know, I didn't get the contract or I declined the contract. Well, you know what? I've always... Yeah, I've always been very passionate about helping other people. I mean, you know, people ask for volunteers, I'd be the first person to raise my hand. But I started taking business courses um, and, you know, just started really developing a a huge passion and loving what I was doing um, with, you know, doing my marketing boards and really learn about projections and bookkeeping and all those different things. Uh, And I had to do a presentation one day uh, in my class and the instructor liked it so much. He asked me if if I wouldn't mind coming back to other classes he had and giving the same presentation. Wow, and that kind of like began my speaking. Correct. That kind of began, and then then he uh, then he brought me back again, and SBA was there. And uh, from that's kind of like how everything got started. Then there was a, um, a person who ran the community center and asked me if I'd like to give business courses. So I'd like to give business startup courses in the community center. They liked my presentation skills. And that's kind of how everything got started. And, and before long, um, I was doing courses uh, with a company called The Learning Annex. I don't know if The Learning Annex is still around, but I was doing courses with The Learning Annex. And one thing led to another. And I realized I had another passion for being able to simplify things, break things down and explaining things to other people. And that kind of started me on a whole new journey. So uh, over over these last 30 plus years, I've owned businesses very successfully. And then I have failed at some businesses through it all. I developed a passion to help other people and in particular women. And I have helped women develop six-figure incomes, learn how to go after what they want. Um, And that just kind of brings me up to date because after my husband retired from the military, we moved back here to Atlanta. I started Women About Biz in 2000. It will be 21 years old in January and just have helped thousands of women nationwide. Um, We had the first entrepreneur training program for women on the internet um, in 2000. So I'm very excited. Uh, of my journey and where it has taken me. And I always tell people, you're going to learn more from my failures than you learn from my successes. And because, and and if I can prevent another woman from going down the same path, that's my whole goal is when I coach, I coach to help a woman to become self-empowered and not go down the same path um, of thought path so that she can really shorten her learning curve and move quickly to what she's trying to do. 
Yes. Why reinvent the wheel and try and figure it out? Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And I like to say, let my hindsight be your foresight. You know, like you said, I've made a lot of mistakes and sometimes we have to go through those mistakes like you did to learn the lessons that you learn, but when we can learn from someone else, then we don't have to make those same mistakes. We can say, okay, I'll take the short, yeah, I'll take this road over here, which seems, you know, a lot more direct to where I want to go. Exactly. Um, Exactly. And of course, keeping it transparent, I still make mistakes. You know, Uh, as long as you're in business, as long as you're trying to do any endeavor, you're always going to still make mistakes. But the learning curve, learning from it and moving on is the most important thing. Yes, I love that. And I'm guessing that you probably have people, coaches, mentors in your life who are helping you so that you can continue growing just like you're helping others. Absolutely. I would have to say investing in myself and my business is probably the number one lessons learned. That has taken me far, you know, um, and, and sometimes it's a sacrifice, but if, if you truly are serious about moving yourself in, in a, in a new direction positively, you've got, you know, you've got to invest in yourself and coaching. I think investing in coaching is like, so very, very important. It, It is. I I am with you. And, you know, and when I discovered that for myself, you know, that like with you, once something starts really making a difference for you, you want to turn around and then offer that to other people. And so I've done similar things in that. And and one of my philosophies is never DIY your most important priorities. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. As women, we do that, right? We, we, we get help with our nails. We get help with our hair. We get help cleaning our house. We get help with our taxes, you know, absolutely. And then we, we can take on, you know, this big thing of a business, or we can take on this, you know, the struggle or, you know, family stuff or parenting stuff or just, you absolutely. Know. Yeah. And yeah, we sure you can try. And I tried for a long time and spun my wheels and went in a lot of circles and got a lot of skin knees and spent a lot of time in prayer. But I still like to say every successful woman needs a coach, someone that's coming alongside and short I, I think that's so very true. I think how, you know, just having coached women for so long, I see a commonality that I just got to quickly share. And that is, I think as women, we are naturally nurturers. It's who we are as females. Mm-hmm. You know, whether you have any children or you don't have any children, you need to know that as a female, you naturally have uh, a nurturing quality. And yes. so just like for those of us that do have kids, we want to do everything for the kids. You want to multitask and mm-hmm. do everything. And you take, sometimes we take that same mindset over into the business and we want to hold it like a child and keep it close to us and nurture it and, and do everything for it. But it's actually quite the opposite when you're in business. When you're in business, you have to quickly learn to become the CEO and the leader mm-hmm. and delegate. So very, very yeah. important. Yeah. And no wonder, no wonder we come up against that feeling of overwhelm because exactly, exactly. The mom who's who's so involved in her kids' lives, and I'm not saying it's wrong to be involved, but you know those moms—it's almost like they live through their kids. They can't let go, and they can't let them develop independence. It's the helicopter mom, you know, kind of. I'm always hovering, and yeah, they don't want to let them go. Yeah, they're holding on close to them. Um, And and that's so very true. And and just likened to that is the business where the the person holds on so tight to the business, they're not letting the business grow up. And then what happens is the feeling of overwhelmed 
because you've got so many different things going on. You can't you can't post all of the social media, come up with all the content, then go write the articles and at the same time go service the customer and do all of these different things. And then, oh, by the way, don't forget to make sure you look in your checking account to make sure that the balance can cover all of your accounts payables. And oh, by the way, you've got to still work on your strategic plan, you know, and, and it's like, that list right there is stressing me out, girl. <laughs> right? You yeah, but why so many women get overwhelmed? Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's no wonder, right? And and I think you're right. I think it's that nurturing. I want to serve. I think women as a tendency, we we have a tendency to put ourselves in the back burner. So whether it's always, our family, yeah, with our health or with our business, it's like it's not about me. It's about everybody else, and we just keep trying to go, and eventually. Well, a couple things happen. One, either we just completely fall apart and, you know, break down. Yes. Two, people start like backing away because they're like, oh, you know. Yeah, you're um, right. You're or, absolutely right. Or three, and what I've realized is that oftentimes I think we think that that's the selfless thing to do. And really it ends up being selfish. And here's why. If we're forever doing all these things and we're going in a hundred different directions, you know, juggling a hundred different balls between life and business and everything else in the world, we're not able to give our best to anything. Yes. And nobody yes. is getting anything good. And I think that's selfish, you know, to not reserve our best for the people and things that matter most. Exactly. So exactly. I'm sure that but we don't know it's selfish. We don't understand that. We think we're doing the right thing. Exactly. Hey friend, just wanted to push pause to invite you to not get caught up in the hustle and bustle of the next few weeks. So how's the girl to do that? I'm so glad you asked by expressing gratitude. I promise When you start giving thanks for what you have in seven key areas, the blessings will just keep flowing. So want to practice gratitude and keep it simple? Good. I thought so. Join me for my free seven-day gratitude text challenge. Yep. No Facebook groups to check or webinars to watch. Just a quick daily text from me with an inspiring quote, a short video, and a daily challenge. And did I mention that it's free? Now that's a great return on investment. You can RSVP at lissafiggins.com forward slash gratitude, or click the link in the show notes. Now let's get back to the episode. So let's get practical because we've kind of identified, you, you just gave a laundry list of a bunch of things that might be overwhelming a business owner right now, or anybody, you know, someone listening could be a stay at home mom and we feel overwhelmed yeah. because there's just so much on our plate. Absolutely. So what are some practical things that, that you would recommend that would help somebody move from the overwhelmed feeling to the overjoyed feelings. Okay, well, I have come up with what I call three power actions that I think will help anybody who is in business. The first one is become the CEO of your business. Um, And of course, I'm going to tell anyone, get the Bible of business, which is E-Myth by Michael Gerber. Uh, It's an excellent book, and it really gives you a solid foundation of understanding of what's supposed to be happening. But instead of being the laborer, oftentimes the feeling of overwhelm comes from the role you're playing in the business. And instead of being that laborer, you need to learn how to be the CEO. And because most of us are solopreneurs, um, we often feel that we have to do everything in the in the business. We're the bottle washer. We're, you know, we're the the, the janitor. We're the bookkeeper. We're the web designer. We're we're you know the, the the project manager. We're everything. And I'm just here to let you know. Don't put up the excuse of using I don't have the money to hire all those people as an excuse for not looking at how you can better be the CEO of your business. 
Okay. Yeah. You could it's, focus your attention on leading. You probably can make up that. Income absolutely. Absolutely. Time, right? Absolutely. The second is be clear on your business visions. And I say visions with an S. And let me just quickly say that to me, a vision is not something 10 years away. And I don't know who came up with that definition, but that's not true because God gives us the ability to have short and long-term visions, right? And so be clear on your business visions, right? And then use a time-tested structure to gain clarity on how to accomplish them. So I'm going to quickly give you that structure. Goals support vision, prioritize goals and break them down. Every vision you come up with, which is basically every idea you come up with has to have goals to support it, each one. And then take those goals and prioritize them, break them down to quarterly, monthly, weekly, and daily. And then each goal that you come up with has to have tasks because they ignite, they spark the implementation. They have to have tasks. And and. Then once you identify tasks to support your goals, identify any challenges to accomplishing your task. And I want to say, Lisa, that this is one issue. I've, I've it's, it's like a high 80 percentile of why most women don't accomplish their goals. It's because they can write their goals down. They can tell everybody in the world about their goals and they can even write some tasks down. But the problem is, is that they run into a a challenge because they have not identified the challenges within the task itself and found solutions for it. So that's when the procrastination begins to set in. So before you put a task on your planner, before you start trying to implement it, make sure you know that it's going to be clear enough and and understandable enough for you to keep moving with it. And then decide whether you're going to do it or whether you're going to delegate it to someone else. And then number three, here's the biggie. Um, I don't know if I coined this phrase, but certainly I feel like I'm one of the few people that use this phrase, and that is create a power team, okay? A power team is a group of professionals uh, or individuals who have expertise or in-depth knowledge on how to complete a particular task, right? So when you pull your power team together, these aren't employees. These are individuals that you may contract. When you pull them together, they help to ignite the power, behind you and you're no longer alone. Now, your power team could be a subcontractor who has his or her own business. Your power team could be your son or your teenage son or daughter. Believe it or not, I am working with a lot of my clients. They have kids who are in the 10th, 11th and 12th grade. They know more about social media than you do. Oh my gosh, you're right. They know how to get in there and and post to the storyboard and put the headers up in your YouTube channel. They know how to do all of that. Let them help you. Explain to them what you need to do. Just get them focused and on a schedule and you would be amazed at how they can help you. And also, don't forget about volunteers who can be on your power team. These are, let's say, perhaps people who are looking for a job but need to keep their skills fine-tuned. They make great um, individuals to be on your power team. The thing is, is that without a team, you minimize the power that you have to to shorten your learning curve and move your business faster. And if you want to know, if you if you are on Facebook and LinkedIn quite often and you're seeing all of these powerhouse women, you know, talking about they've got six figure incomes, they're not doing it by themselves. 
They have caught on to the secret, which is if you want to have a six plus figure income, if you want to see your business grow real quick, like you've never seen it before, you need to develop a power team. And there you have it. Those are the three, what I would consider three big power actions that if you do that, you're going to immediately start seeing results. I love those. I've taken copious notes. So <laughs> you are listening to this. You may want to go back and re-listen to those, those uh, as, and write those down because those are powerful. And, and as you're talking about that last of creating a power team, there's where we tie back to our, what we we're talking about, that tendency to control and hold on to that baby. That's, that's, where that's right. Yeah. That's and just thinking about, you know, if we kept our kids inside of our home forever, I mean, A, we'd be like cramped inside there and we would exactly. be it's like putting a lid on, you know, on their growth. And I think this, that's what you're saying is this is what we do to our business. If we're trying to do it all on our own, Yes, we can only do so much ourselves. And it's interesting Absolutely. because I'm scaling a lot of things right now. And so this is what I'm coming up with is a, who is my power team and what things can I delegate and what things can only I do and, you know, what that balance looks like. So Absolutely. And you can't, you can't, um, the one thing I want to say quickly is that oftentimes Uh, women have a hard time delegating because they feel that other people can't do it as well as them. But here's what you need to understand. Nobody is ever going to be you, but here's the thing. What they can do is follow your directions. You can put your flavor in everything that you do. You can even have people to write your articles and have them to catch on to your flavor, to what you like, to expressions and phrases and and terminology that you often use so that they write in your your flavor. So there's almost nothing that can't be turned over. And we know that in corporate America today, because most people who own a company, most of them are not the CEOs anymore. They have hired a CEO and project managers and vice presidents and operations specialists to run the whole thing for them. So you are replaceable. You need to understand that. But here's the thing. You've got to determine what's most important to you. Holding on to habits that are working against you are learning to be the CEO that you need to be for your business so that you can create a six and seven figure income, thereby accomplishing your personal goals and building a legacy for your family. That's what you need to determine. Right, right. Because there's no sense in building this great business or this great legacy or this great reputation or whatever, if you've lost yourself along the way. Exactly. Relationships, if you've lost your health, if you've, you know, if you've not, that's my word is priorities. You know, it's not just business priorities, it's life priorities. And how do we do those together and not feel exactly and and let me just say this. This is for a whole nother topic with you and I, Lisa. But let me just say this. Some women out there are having an affair with their business. Their business is the other lover. Okay. They're having an emotional affair with their business. And I know this because I've had an affair with my business. Mm -hmm. And what happens is if you're married or you have children, you begin to siphon all that time that you would spend with them or your your interest or what you like. It's no longer necessarily spending time with your husband or your family or what have you. You're just engrossed in making that business successful so much so that you've begun to have an emotional affair with the business. And your husband senses it, your, your, your significant other senses it, your kids know it. 
you know, and um, so it's a real issue that as women that we have that we don't realize that those kinds of things are there. So that's why going from overwhelmed to being overjoyed is about release. It's about repurposing, right? Yes, it's, a, right? it's about yeah. repurposing Release and it's about different. really becoming the CEO, having that, fl- it's about having all of the things that you heard that attracted you to having your own business in the first place, flexible time, right? Exactly. More time with your family, travel, vacation, all of those things that attracted you to being in business, it really can't happen. So I'm just so excited to talk with you on these things. And I hope that your listening audience is really getting a lot from it and taking, taking, know that it comes with love. Know that what I'm giving you really comes with love. And from skin knees of saying, I've made this mistake to make mistakes and I'm learning, but, but learning out loud. So I would encourage you if you're listening and you already have a business, think about what is your, what is your relationship with your business and, mm-hmm. you know, and is it in a right place and how are those other relationships with yourself and with your family and things that are important to Absolutely. you and really taking the time to evaluate those priorities. Um, and I would also say too, if you're thinking about starting a business, starting a business, starting a business, starting a business, because I think people are saying enough of this, or I want something different, or I want to create a life that I'm in charge and not somebody else. And so yes. Trina is the yes. person you need to get in touch with now before you even start, because if you can start from, you know, the get-go having things in the right place. Oh my goodness. So Trina, tell us, you know, if somebody's listening or they're thinking of a friend right now, where can people get in touch with you? What do you have to offer that can help support them on this journey of being a woman in business and entrepreneur? Okay. So again, I'm so passionate about helping individuals. I don't want anybody that says, well, my budget is low right now and I'm not sure what I should do. So I have what's called a power talk. I give power talks one each year to anybody that wants one. And it's a full 45 minutes to one hour conversation where we can brainstorm about your challenges. We can brainstorm about better ways to monetize your business. We could talk about business startup or business growth. But when you walk away from the power talk, you actually walk away with tools and information that you're going to be able to put to use right away. So even if you never talk to me again, you're going to be like, wow, she gave that value. She really gave me um, the meat of what I need to get started. And then, of course, um, I'd love for you guys to you know, just visit womenaboutbiz.net and just scroll down on that same homepage and you'll see right there how to schedule your power talk. It's right there in the center of the page. Um, And you can connect with me at any time. Like Lisa, I am passionate about helping people to repurpose themselves, to go from overwhelmed to overjoy. And I'm excited that she is bringing all of this incredible content. You guys don't understand what this is a gift that Lisa is giving you all this incredible content. And so I am looking forward to joining her organization and to being a part. And Lisa, just call on me at any time um, to assist in any way that I can. And um, I want to congratulate you as well on being a coach. Uh, I'm so happy for you and anything that I can do uh, that is going to help catapult your coaching business. Let me know. I'm, I'm there for you. Thank you. You are so generous. And that's why I have this podcast, because I have the privilege of talking to amazing women like you every single day. 
And I remember thinking to myself, this isn't fair that I get people and, you know, like other people need to know that people like Trina are out there and what they do and, and how they can serve and how they can help. And you may not need her today, but a month from now or a year from now, you may be like, wait, who is that lady that was talking about overwhelm? Because I need her now. So you never know, right, where a conversation is going to go. So thank you for generously sharing thank your you. time. I've got two things I'm going to share with my audience today. One of them, uh, you know, we're focusing on priorities and we talk about seven key areas of our life and business. And so I just created a free uh, one page reusable daily priorities planner so that before your day gets away from you, you can take the time to just focus on what matters most in these seven areas and then have the intention, you know, and the accountability to put them into, you know, a busy day. So I'll drop the link to that below along with Trina's link. And I'm going to offer one extra thing to my listeners. It's almost the end of the year. And a lot of us are either finishing up goals or we're getting ready for the holidays or we're getting ready for the new year. And sometimes it feels like there's just a lot on our plates. So I'm going to be hosting some get her done power hours where we're just going to hop on Zoom together we're going to, you know, have our, whatever our main goals are, we'll declare that at the beginning of the hour, we're going to silently work beside each other, you know, while the zoom is still running and to really get, maybe it's just going through your emails and finally sorting and, and emptying the trash and doing, doing that. Or maybe it's doing some follow-ups with people, or maybe it's working on some content, or maybe it's catching up on social media. It doesn't matter what you want to work on. Let's just set aside an hour to really get focused and that's going to feel so good because then you can close that book on your business and what you were working on and just enjoy your family like Trina was talking about, right? Just enjoy the holidays Absolutely. and things like that that are coming. So if you're interested, uh, yeah, I'm going to put my, my email down in the comments. It's lissa at lissafiggins.com. I just want you to email one word and it's done, right? We want to get things done that are on our plates or we've been on our list. And, you know, we're just like, I want to get it done. So I will drop that down there as well. And yeah, let's not be overwhelmed. Let's go into the end of the year feeling overjoyed and enjoying our life and our business and the things that are all around us. Sound like a good plan? I love that. That's awesome. Good. Good. So before we go, I always ask to ask, I always like to ask the spontaneous question. And I believe that, you know, God is the one who, who gives us these answers because I didn't prep you ahead for this. If you could say one thing to that overwhelmed woman right now, what would you say to her? I would say to thine own self, be true. Listen mm-hmm. to your gut because that's the Holy Spirit within you, guiding you. To thine own self be true. Go, go to that center of your core and let that be your guide. Whatever it's saying to you, listen to it. Don't go against it. Yeah, I love that. So often we're so busy doing that we're not being and paying attention to that voice. Absolutely. And that instinct. Yeah, love that. Well, thank you so much, for Trina, for being with us today and sharing your wisdom and your journey and your expertise. I can't wait to see where these conversations go. Absolutely. um, Now and how we continue to grow. So thank you everyone for joining us today. Remember until next time, keep rethinking your priorities that you can truly create a life and business that you love. Take care. Take care, everybody. Thanks so much for listening today. It means the world to me that we could spend this time together. And I can't wait for you to join in the conversations afterwards in our new Facebook group, Women Repurposed After 40, where you can hang out with me, our fantastic podcast guests, and amazing women like you wanting to live repurposed too. Just click the link in the show notes while it's top of mind. And if you enjoyed this episode or think it would be helpful for other women in this stage of life, please leave a review at podchaser.com or right here on this platform. 
I'd love to hear your thoughts on what we talked about today or what you'd like us to talk about in the future. So send questions, comments, or suggestions in a message to Lisa Figgins on any platform. And until next time, remember, keep rethinking your priorities to create a life you love.